in church development. What is your role as a youth? And not just an ordinary youth, but a Christian youth. And using your role as a Christian youth to develop the church of God. Amen. I believe that at the end of this teaching, we all know our role and we all know what we are supposed to do. Then maybe later I will talk about the role of the church in youth development. Amen. Let us pray. Gracious and everlasting Father, thank you. We bless you for this wonderful morning that you have given unto us. That we, your children, will come and study under your feet. We pray that, oh God, may you come and take absolute control over us. May you come and inspire us with your word. May you come and direct us with your word in the name of Jesus. Father, Lord, we pray. Let your divine spirit take absolute control over us. In Jesus' mighty name, I empty myself before thee. Holy Spirit, take control. Fill me with your word. I shall deliver unto your children. May your children be blessed. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Who is a Christian? I want to start from that side. Who is a Christian? Who is a Christian? And I have various definitions of who is a Christian. Number one, a Christian is one who believes in the triune God. When I said the triune God, is God the Father, Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So we don't have God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. You are saying a different thing. Okay. We believe in one God. We believe in the Trinity. Alright? And so we have God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So a Christian is one who believes in this triune God. One God. Trinity. Amen. Which means that that Christian doesn't believe in so many gods, but he has taken God the Father, Son, and of the Holy Spirit as one body. Even though the, you, we see them functioning in three ways, but this is one body. Amen. First Corinthians chapter eight, verse six. First Corinthians chapter 8 verse 6 But we know that there is only one God the Father who created everything and we live for him and there is only one Lord Jesus Christ through whom God make everything and through whom we have been given life There is only one God who created everything the same God was the son that we call Jesus Christ. The same God is the Holy Spirit. So if you are a Christian, then it means that you must believe 
in this God, the triune God. You can't be a Christian and say, me dear, I believe in only God the Father. You can't be a Christian and say, me dear, I believe in only the New Testament, so God the Son. And again, you can't be a Christian and say, me, I believe in only the Holy Spirit because in our dispensation is the Holy Spirit that is working. So I believe in the Holy Spirit and that is all. Alright? So being a Christian, you must believe in God and God the Trinity. Amen. That's why Jesus Christ said, I and my Father are one. Why is he saying I and my Father are one? He is in God. And he is God. Alright? Right? That's why John 1, 1 says. What does he say? John 1 verse 1. In the beginning was the word. And the word was and the word was hello. In the beginning was the word. And the word was God. With God. And the word was God. So you cannot differentiate it. One God, three persons, but He's one God. Amen. Like your friend is saying, me, I can sing, I can play the instrument, I can preach. So you see me functioning in three different areas, but one person. Are you getting the? Are you getting the, the explanation? All right? I can sing. At the same time, I can play the instrument. At the same time, I can preach. And so you can't tell me that I am only a preacher. You can't also tell me that I'm only a musician or I'm only a singer. So far as I can also play the instrument, you must add it to it. So God is one, but he functions in all these areas. Can someone open Ephesians chapter 4 verse 4 to, to 6? Who has opened? Ephesians 4 verse 4. Alright. For there is one body and one spirit just as you have been called to one glorious hope for the future. There is one Lord one faith and one baptism and one God and Father who is over all in all and living through all hello there is one God there is one faith there is one baptism Do you, do you have two faith? You have two, eh? One. There is one Lord, one faith, one baptism. And there's only one God 
who is over all, in all, and living through all. There is one God who is all, in all, and living through all. Amen. I'm taking my time to teach you who is a Christian. So that when you we come to who is a youth, you appreciate who is a Christian youth. Alright? Alright? Our friends outside the world, they are also youth. So when you call youth, yes, they are all part of us. Alright? But the difference is there is a Christian youth and there is worldly youth. And so that's why I'm taking my time to teach you about who is a Christian. Then we'll go to who is a youth. Then we'll go to the role of the youth. Then we now, now you know you're a Christian, you know you're a youth, you know your role. What can you do to develop the church? And now who is the church? We all learn those things. Within these two, three weeks, I pray for grace. Oh, I pray for grace. You didn't respond. I pray for grace. I pray for grace for you also. That at the end of this section, we will all learn and apply what we have learned to develop the church of God. Amen. So there is one God who is over all and in all and through all. Hallelujah. What does Matthew 28 verse 18 to 20 says? If I, if I say it, that's a wave drawer. Just read it to me, okay? I was supposed to get the IT man the slides to project, but I'll get it for you next week, okay? Thank you. Hey, 28, 18 to 20. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in the verse 19. It says, Therefore go ye and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of what? The Holy Spirit. Why is Jesus Christ saying that? Why Jesus Christ didn't say that? Baptizing in my name. But it says, baptize them in the name of God, the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Because Christ knows that there's one God, one faith, and one baptism. And so he can't tell us that we should baptize in his name. But he says, baptize them in the name of God, the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. So you see, immediately you mention the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, the three come to play and they work. Even though everybody has his function, everybody has something to do. Different function that they, they function. 
By the moment you mention one, all of them appears and they work together. All right? Again, who is a Christian? A Christian is one who has a connection with Jesus Christ. You can never be a Christian because you bear the name Christian. Christ, Christ what? Like person. Christ is in you. You are a Christian. And so it's someone who has, who has a connection or a fellowship with Jesus Christ. You cannot be my friend if you don't have a fellowship with me. You cannot be Satan's friend if you are not connected to him. Maybe he will see you, hello, 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 hi. But aside that, a do on But to have a fellowship with him, to have some kind of relationship with him, you must connect to him. All right? How many of us have best friends? Good friends. I mean, good friends. Good friends, right? You have good friends. So all of us, we have at least one person who our connection with that person is so solid that we can reveal our secrets and things to that person, right? Right. That's how Christ, we have to do to Christ. Because we are Christian, our connection first to Christ must be solid. So a Christian is one who has a connection or a fellowship with Christ. Romans 6, 8 to 11. Romans 6. Romans 6, 8 to 11. Someone open it. Alright, if you have open, you can read. Eight to eleven. All right. When and since we died with Christ, we know we will still we will also live with Him. We are sure of this because Christ has raised from the dead, and He will never die again. Death no longer has power over Him. When he died, he died once and break the power of sin. But now that he lives, he lives for the glory of God. So you also should consider yourself to be dead to the power of sin and live to God through Christ Jesus. And live to God through Christ Jesus. Meaning that when Jesus Christ came to die, he died with our sin. That's a connection I want to draw your attention to. Because we were yet we were sinners, Christ came to die for us. And because Christ has a connection with us, because Christ loved us so much, he has taken away our sin and he died with us. And so when Christ was raised, Bible says he raised us together with him and seated us in the heavenly places, the place of glory. And so if Christ is alive, we are also alive. Now, if your best friend is gone, if your best friend is no more, whom are you going to connect with? 
it will be hard for you to get someone to connect with, right? And so Christ being our best friend, Christ died and we died with him. He was raised and because the connection is so strong, we were all raised together. And so if Christ is alive, we also live. We are also alive. Hello? Are we learning something? All right. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 14 to 16. Hebrews 4, 14 to 16. I believe all of us, we brought our Bibles, right? Or we didn't bring our Bibles. Hebrews 4, 14. So then, since we have a high priest who has entered heaven, just Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to what we believe. This high priest is our understanding. This high priest of ours understands our weakness, for he faced all the same test, testing we do. Yet he did not sin. So let us come boldly to the throne of our glorious God. There we will receive his mercy and we will, feel, we will find grace to help us when we need it most. Fellowship. You come to God, you come to Christ and you have the mercy that we need most, the grace that we need most. So if God, if Christ, you have a fellowship with him, he gives you that grace that you need most. He said we, he passed through the testing that we are also going through. But because we have a fellowship with him, he gives us that grace for us to go through that testing, for us to go through the challenges, for us to go through the temptation. Connection with him. A Christian is one who portrays the image and the behavior of Christ. A Christian is one who portrays the image and the behavior of Christ. What kind of image do you portray out there? We have so many Christians, when you come to church, they are angels. Before you even come from the house to this place, he has told somebody, look, me kwaba. What the chain now be Wait and see. I'm going to church. I'm going to give to God. And when I come home, you will see. Are you that kind of Christian? Are you that kind of Christian that your area, everybody knows that you are the, the gossip person? Are you that kind of Christian that everybody knows that you can quarrel from morning to evening? Is that what you portray? As a Christian? Hello? What do you portray? What kind of image do you sell out? What kind of identity do you put out there? What kind of lifestyle or behavior do you put out there? So a Christian is one who portrays the image and the behavior of Christ. 
time I shared with you that when you see my first son, he looks like me. Someone says the second one looks like the mother. It's a shared responsibility, so we shared it. Amen. And so when you see him, you see me. You know that this is also whenever. Oh no, okay. So that this is what we must or someone must see in you. That your way of living, your behavior, your way you talk, the way you act, the way you do things, you are portraying the image of Christ in you. People should not be pointing hands at you and say, Akwawe do yakola boni. Akwawe di ni papa nye. Akwawe di ni mami nye. They must point hands at you and say, you, this boy is a Christian. This boy, there is something special in him. This lady who is going, look, I have seen friends, I have seen ladies, but there's something peculiar, there's something unique about this person. He portrayed Christ in him or her. Hello. What kind of image do you sell outside? Amen. When I went to school, Trinity, first year, second year, look, me, my genie, yo, into me, all that I, I do is I live my life in a way that someone will see something in me. Look, first year, second year, I've never thought of becoming a SRC vice chairman. A new trip. I've never dreamt of it. People came, oh, Asofo, why can't you go for this position? I said, I'm not interested. They worried me for three weeks, close to one month. And I called them, I said, look, what have you seen in me? What do you think that I can be the best person for that position? Methodist came, Presby came, EP came, Anglican came there. They all supported the idea for me to be the vice chair. And I said, look, me, I mean, me weakness. I know mommy them position now. Me not crying yet. But what have you seen in me? A position that people have been fighting for. What have you people seen in me that you want me to stand for that position? Hello. And this is a position that when they when they give it to you, it's a position of discipline. You must discipline the student. They will bring student attitude to you, their behavior to you and you being the, the vice chairman, your role is disciplinary issues. Alright? And so, if that person is not disciplined himself and you put him in that position, say then, what will happen? Apaska. Asekra. The person is not disciplined. And somebody too is misbehaving and you said, okay, go to the disciplinary committee chair and let him discipline you. And so the life that you live, people must see it. And people must know the kind of person you are. And so you don't talk anyhow. You don't behave anyhow. You don't dress anyhow. You don't walk anyhow. That doesn't mean that you don't play with people. Play with them. When you come to school, I eat with the, I eat with the young ones. 
the first years you come and we have all cooked and we are eating. Some of the third years don't understand. Ah, I don't know, a reverend minister, that doesn't take anything from me. You get it? And whenever I'm eating with them, I say, look, I'm eating with you today. I'll discipline you. Ah, yes, I tell them. So that I don't take my home brassiano to be my weakness. I'll eat with you, I'll joke with you, I'll play with you. But when it comes to the issue of disciplinary or discipline issue, I'll discipline you. What kind of life are you living? Romans chapter 8, verse 28 to 30. Romans 8 28 to 30 And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love Him who love God and are called according to His purpose for them for God knew his people in advance and he chose them to become like his son God knows his purpose for them he knew his people in advance and he chose them to become like his son God has chosen us to become like the son or the children of Christ or the children of him you are called because God knows you you are called to be a Christian because God has identified you you are called to be a child of God Because God loves you. So if you are called a child of God, you must behave like a child of God. You see, when, if I, I tell you right now, if President Ekufuado, Neba Ebaha, eh, what do you think? What do you think will happen? You see, the security man, he will surround the whole place. They will even come in advance. They will come maybe three hours, four hours to come and secure the place. It's a small girl and a boy. He's already surrounded with policemen and stuff. You get it? God has called you as a son. And so you can't live anyhow. You can't live anyhow. You can't behave anyhow. You can't talk anyhow. Everything that you say, everything that you do, wherever you go, and so be say, "E nyankupon fana." And I say, "Nyankupon na kwai ana." Amen. So yes, dress. 
go to places. I mean, yes, go to the beach. It's nice to go and take some air, to go and swim. Dress good. But you are portraying the image of God or Christ to the world. Don't wear it. That's my lifestyle. Swallow it. Swallow it. And then, yes, sir. Hello? Oh, swallow, Cassani, we are. Now, where you go? You flash it out. So that MPA one, no? Because out of the abundance of the heart, out of the abundance of the mouth, heart, the mouth speak it. It will become a, you know, oh, Minimanka, oh, and Yamanaka, now what can we? And somebody has judged you by your weights. And so the person will say, ah, oh, Christian, you pound, I will cast them away. Oh, Christian, you pound, I will behave you say. So now, I'm sure now, a buffer one to get care of. But what can? But you have to. Amen. Hebrews. All right. So we have. So another one. Who is a Christian? A Christian is one who believes and has faith in Christ Jesus. He has faith in Christ Jesus. So the person says that whether I live or I die is Christ. You go through the challenging moment, you go through the difficulties and I hold on to that faith. There's nothing that can move me. I hold on to that faith. And that faith is in Christ Jesus. A Christian is one that goes through trials, temptation, and he says, Christ is the solid rock. Stand all other ground. That's why that song, when you are singing it, you sing it with the mean, with the understanding. Eh? You sing it with understanding. All Christ and soul in wrong I stand. All of the ground is seeking sun. All of the ground is. My hope is built on nothingness by Jesus Christ. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, I get trust my sweetheart. But only on all our Christ, so lay grow and stand all other ground is seeking sun. All other ground is seeking oh Christ. Whose character, talk, life, attitude, and everything about him.
him. It's all about Jesus. Everything about him is all about Jesus. You can't take anything out. You can't bring anything in. Everything about him is Christ Jesus. Everything about him is Christ Jesus. He eats Christ. He drinks Christ. He sleeps Christ. He wakes up Christ. Everything about him is Christ Jesus. He taught Christ. He lived the way of Christ. Philippians chapter 2 verse 5 to 11. You can go home and you read that one. Colossians chapter 3 verse 4. I want us to read that one and see. Colossians chapter 3 and 4. If you have opened, you can just... Have you opened? Colossians chapter 3 verse 4. And when Christ, who is your life, is revealed to the world, you will share in his glory. When Christ, who is your life, is revealed to the whole world, you will share in his glory. Because Christ in you, because you talk Christ, you live Christ, you do everything Christ, he says, when Christ is revealed to the whole world, you will share in his glory. Why will you share in his glory? Because you talk Christ, you live Christ, you speak Christ, you behave Christ, your attitude is Christ, and everything about you is Christ. And so when Christ is revealed to the world, you will share in his glory. Hallelujah. A Christian is one who says, whether I live or I die, it's all for Jesus Christ. Whether I live or I die, it's all for Jesus Christ. Romans chapter 14, verse 8. Romans 14, verse 8. Whether I live or I die, it's all about Jesus Christ. If we live, we live for the Lord. And if we die, we die to the Lord. Therefore, whether we live or die, we belong to the Lord. Whether we live or we die, we belong to who? We belong to God. And so a Christian will not fear to go on evangelism at a place where Nkofunko. Hello? A Christian will not fear to preach the word when even he's in bus. A Christian will not fear death. No matter what he says, whether I live or I die, I live and I die for him. Look, your body, whether you, you see me, I'll die. I know one day I'll die, right? When I'm 120 years, I'll die, right? Oh, I'll die, right? 120. Huh? I will live. I will die. Okay? But he says that now that I am alive, you must live a life of Christ. And so whether I live or I die, 
I live for the Lord. It is unto God. Whether you live or you die, whom are you living for? You are living for your children. You are living for your mother. You are living for your father. Whether you live or you die, Master, when you die right now, your mother and your father will be here. Your property will be here. And so when the work of he who has called you, because a day is coming whereby you cannot work again. And so today you have the strength, today you have the energy, today you have the power. Work the work of he who has called you. Today is for you. That is why he says, whether I live or I die, Paul was telling us that, you see, Paul has gone through challenges. He has seen the bad side, he has seen the good side. Paul was someone who was crucifying the disciples of Christ, who was crucifying people who speak Christ. But it got to a time when God, he met Christ face to face and Christ revealed himself to him. And so Paul converted to become a good Christian and Paul is saying that look, I have crucified people before and so even if I speak the word and people kill me, I know that I live for God. I have killed people who have who have who are preaching the word. I have crucified them. I have done bad things against them. And so it is maintained. If you kill me, I die for God. If I live, I live for God. Because this world, I can, even if I get the whole world and I lose my soul, where am I going? And so Paul was encouraging us, or he's encouraging us now that look, whether we live or we die, we must live and die for the Lord. Your Christian journey is not about bread and butter. If you're a Christian, it's not about fried rice and chicken. If you're a Christian, it's a serious work. If we are called Christian, yes, you get the honor, but it's a serious work. I have psyched my mind that from this age to the time I will die, it's all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. I don't know when I am going to die, which I will not die now. But I know that to be a Christian, I will face persecutions. I will face challenges. I will face real life. Things will come my way. And so if I'm living, I'm living for God. If I die, I die for God. And so today is my day. Today is our day. And so today I put in my whole being for Christ. When you wake up in the morning, thank your God because you are alive. And so in thanking God, you must let your body know that the body is not for him. You must let the body. Body in yourself, oh my who said, body in any dear, will be not the man. And so you must use that body for that person. And that is God. So Paul was telling us whether I live or I die, 
I die for him. I think our time is up. Today we'll end it. Uh, let me still five minutes of Sunday school for their time. Any question so far so that we we'll, have any question? You have any question? Next week we'll continue. Then in our continuation we'll, end, we'll look at who is a youth, but we continue with the Christian because we have other ones to talk about. So, next week, but let's come early. Next week by 7 o'clock, we will start the teachings. Then by 7.45, we'll bring it to an end. Then we ask questions. Then we explain to you. So, 7 o'clock, we'll start next week. Then by 7.45, we're done with the teaching, then we we'll ask 15 minute question. Then we will move on. I want everybody to understand everything that we are doing here. If you have challenges, if you have five minutes, yes, anyone with a question, anyone with a question. It's not a preaching, it's teaching. Alright? So if I'm teaching, you can stop me somewhere and ask your question. Any question? Any question? Comment? Contribution? Any question? Comment, contribution. All right, all right. Let us pray. Lift up your hands to God. And you have heard something about God, something about Christ. You have heard something. Pray to God. Thank the Lord once again. Thank the Lord for His glorious, for His grace, for His mercy. Thank the Lord for the word that you have heard. Thank the Lord for all that you have heard. Thank the Lord, thank the Lord. Please, you have heard something that the triune God heard about your Christian life. What kind of life you are living? You have heard so many things about God. Pray, 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 pray. Is a Christian in your life with this little one, little teaching that you've heard? Are you a Christian? Where are you falling short in your Christian life? Have you identified yourself as a Christian and for that matter, a good one of God? Whom do you believe in? Do you believe in other God? Do you believe in God, the triune God? Or whom do you believe in? How is your attitude? How is your behavior? How is the way you talk to people? The way you, you, you live your life, your behavior, your attitude? In your community, in your area, in your school, at your workplace. How do you behave? Do you portray the image of Christ? Do you live a Christ-like life? Or you are a Christian or you are a bad person. How does people see you? Paul says, if I live, I live for God. And if I die, I die for him. Whom do you live for? Do you live for Christ Jesus? Do you live for yourself? 
because you want to acquire all this possession. Are you ready to sacrifice yourself and die for God? Are you ready to say that if I live, I live for Him. If I die, I die to the Lord. Thank you.